G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, an interesting and different topic of conversation today because there are a lot of children who have Asian parents, but they're second-generation Australians, and when you meet them on the streets and they open their mouths in a conversation, their accent is an Aussie accent. Now, there is a particular movement called the Rice Movement, which is catering specifically for these young Australians who've come from an Asian cultural heritage, but when they talk, they're just as Aussie as every other Aussie on the street. Well, Steve Chong is the founder of the Rice Movement in Australia. He's joining us today to talk through the issues about what's happening with the Rice Movement. Hi, Steve. Welcome back to 2020. Yeah, g'day Neil, good to see you, good to hear from you. Steve, this started back, like was it 2003, you got some inspiration to get something going for young Australians, uh, yeah. second generation, uh, Asian background. Yeah, that's right Neil, that's that's exactly right. I just started to see and understand with a number of my friends who are also uh, of the same um, cultural mix where we've got Asian parents who you know migrated to Australia and we're all born here and I realized that there's a whole group of us that's starting to uh, become a real um, community a real force particularly within the church where we've got you know lots of young people who go have kind of gone along with their parents mostly to Chinese churches but really look for something to own themselves uh, that's their that's their own and so yeah we got together and started thinking what would happen if we pulled all our gifts together and we saw uh, what God might do, and He did a really amazing thing. He blessed us a lot. We saw lots of kids come to know Jesus, and uh, we've seen a movement that's really captured the hearts of young Asian Australians. Well, a lot of our listeners might be familiar with Chinese churches here in Australia, and there is a certain passion that comes through that Chinese heritage that exists in Chinese Christian churches today. Does that same passion overflow into these second and third generation young people? Oh, certainly, absolutely. I think we've we, we're seeing really, aren't we, quite a phenomenon that's happening um, in Asia, particularly in China, but also in all sorts of in Korea and all sorts of places that we've seen God pour out His Spirit and, and a revival really happen in um, in the churches there. And I think that kind of zeal and passion has carried through to the next generation, to the kids. In fact, it's funny. A lot of stuff has carried through. Obviously, that you expect. Obviously, the passion for God has come through, but combine that with, um, how do I say it, what should I call it, like the, the work ethic, you know what I mean, the work ethic of, um, you, of of people who have become out as migrants have worked very, very hard for that, and you often see that in the Chinese community, uh, people who really are dedicated to doing things well with excellence and to um, going the whole, the whole uh, nine yards, and so I think that has really come through with this rice movement. Some of, one of the, uh, a pastor talked to me last weekend, and he said, 
He said, you know, he said, Steve, I, I'm going to be honest. He said, he said, if I was to do this with uh, the nationality group um, that are mostly Anglo-Saxons or the Italians that he was working with, uh, he just said, look, it would be very hard. He said, like, you know, it just there's a particular work ethic that happens with the Chinese when they get together. And the cool thing is when they use that work ethic, not to uh, for themselves, but use it to honour God and do what he wants, we, we've seen some spectacular happen. So it's been great. And Steve, when young people get together and uh, they have the same appearance, and you know, we're not talking about, uh, I'm not trying to sort of tread lightly here, but you've got young people, they're Christians, uh, they have Asian appearance. Yeah. Is it the fact that sometimes they haven't fitted in quite so well into a Anglo-Saxon looking youth group, but when they find their way into a rice movement group, uh, that they just come alive because there's a real acceptance, there's a real opportunity to uh, to blossom in a special way? Yeah, sure. And I, I don't think that's particular to Asians. It's very much particular to humans. We, we love uh, being near people who get us quick. And when we're in a room of people who we uh, understand, you know, if you're a doctor in a room full of doctors, everyone understands the base level of, of what their life's about and you get on going. And so I think when you're a second generation Asian person and you're in a room with a few thousand others of exactly the same, you realise, yeah, we've got the same thing. We've got the same, the same, you know, jokes aside, discipline stuff that happens when you're young. You know, you've got to play your musical instrument. You go to your mass, mass tutoring and do it on the weekends and you, you know, you all that kind of stuff that Asians just go, this is normal. And that's what we do. We kind of get that kind of feel and suddenly you're in the same room you realize you're like i get i get that um yet i I do think that there is and we can talk about this more at some point but i i don't think that is the end point is that like in terms of we don't want to become ghettos for um just for australian asian people only which is very exclusive because i i think the, the 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 end vision of the church in in the book of revelation of course is not asian australians around the throne of jesus it's all people from all nations. And so I think it's uh, rice provides a, what I would call a helpful stopping point along the way to what should be a grander vision of multiculturalism worshipping Jesus. Yeah. And not to detract too much from uh, the, the direction of our conversation here, but is there a wonderful musical element to the rice oh, movement? Given, <laughs> you know, when you start to talk about, you know, those Asian kids who were, oh, you know, piano yeah. virtuosos at the School of Steadford, uh, <laughs> is that the case? It's spectacular, really. Like, you know, I've got a, we'll talk about it later, the volunteer base. I'd love to talk about that. But, like, I'm just talking to one girl right now, Daisy, and she's a, she's a concert pianist, and it's, it's just, you know, people don't ooh and ah about it here. We think, oh, well, that's great. That's kind of pretty normal at one level. I mean, she's actually quite spectacular. But, like, just think that, that there is so many things like that. Like, you know, for example, at our youth conference, not many uh, uh, youth conferences may have the luxury of being able to say, all right, guys, we want an orchestra. So we're going to have an – I just put out this week, we're going to have an orchestra, and we're going to – and just like that. <laughs> you know, here comes the violins, the cellos, the trumpets, you know, and everyone's out to play, you know. And um, the only problem is every second Asian can play piano. So we're like, sorry, there's only room for, for one of them. <laughs> but, but, we, but, but really, the musical element's big, and I think that – for, for Asian Australians, they, there is a real love of music. There's a definitely uh, something like that in our DNA. And so worship has become a big part of what Rice does. We're trying to do things. We're both doing evangelism and renewal. And that part of uh, things with renewal with worship is becoming very central to what we do. And I think the Asian Australian thing uh, and their love for music is something that you're right onto, Daniel. And when we talk about the rice movement in general, is it primarily Chinese, uh, Chinese extraction insofar as that cultural heritage, yes, Chinese yes. language that, uh, that, you know, there's the dual languages? Oh, wow. Very good question. Yes, I think primarily and definitely started off like that. Like, for example, my parents, uh, you know, 
my grandparents are from China. My parents were born in Malaysia. And I was born in Australia. And that's often most people can trace their um, heritage you know, within one or two steps to China. Yet, yet, interestingly, it's just steamrolled. So over the last 14 years, it's just steamrolled. And now we're seeing significant numbers of Koreans, um, Indonesians, etc., um, all, all coming in and being involved with um, this movement we, we know and love. And so it's starting to expand. And, you know, what's been really wonderful, of course, is we get, you know, a whole stack of people who are not Chinese also wanting to turn up, which is just fantastic. We love that. You know, it's kind of like a, a real joy to, to, to do that together. So, yeah. Well, we're talking with Steve Chong. We're talking about what's called the rice movement. Steve, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while because I want to ask you about the growth of the rice movement because since you started there in the early 2000s, as I understand, it's been doubling in size every year. We'll come back and we'll continue the conversation in just a few moments. We're bringing some attention to what is known as the rice movement. Rice is a youth movement that God has been raising up to see a new generation in their faith so that they overflow in sharing the good news of Jesus to all of those who are around them. And the founder of the rice movement, Steve Chong, is our guest. And Steve, if we talk about this rice movement, I mentioned the the dramatic growth of the rice movement since you started in the early 2000s. Is that a correct thing to say? You've been basically doubling in size every year? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's. I mean, that definitely in the first season of our growth, the doubling size was something that God was blessing us with. It was just extraordinary. I mean, none of us set out to be like that. We just thought we'd get a few youth groups together and see what would happen if we pulled our gifts and try and tell young people about Jesus. And I remember thinking, it'd be, you know, only 30 or 40 kids might turn up, but 100 kids turned up. And in fact, it was more like 30 kids came to know Jesus that night. And we thought, wow, this is we're onto something. And then just other youth groups started hearing about it, and it just became this thing that went viral very quick and so we just have seen that massive growth uh, of young people and we've ended up at the Sydney Entertainment Centre and uh, we've just seen God really pour his blessing out on it in an unusual way actually. Uh, Tell me about the events that you have at the Sydney Entertainment Centre because when we talk about doubling in size every year I mean to fill venues like that it, it is becoming very significant. Yes, yes. We're having um, events that have, you know, we've started with 100 people. We have a few thousand uh, at at these events. We're not at the Sydney Entertainment Centre anymore because that, that place had to close down. But we're just moving on and we're having a great time watching that happen. I think, we, I think what we're seeing actually, Neil, is um, a convergence of something that is significant for us as Australians, actually. Uh, Australia, I think, has uh, a very significant role to play, just even if you think about it in terms of a country, uh, with regards to our proximity to Asia. And I think that is a, a, a significant factor in in what we're seeing and something that all of our churches and Christian listeners out there need to be grappling with. What does the future face of Australia look like? And how are we making sure that we're ready and our churches are ready to, uh, to best place ourselves to reach them with the gospel? Um, um, I'd love to tell you, if you're willing, just about the ex-Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, John sure. Anderson. Yep. Um, and uh, the he, uh, ex-Deputy Prime Minister of Australia, John Anderson, said to me recently that he believes that he's worked out why God has raised up the rice movement at this time. And I'm like, well, tell me. He's a very smart man. And he said, um, 
he said he, he said all these things that I didn't really understand because he's too smart. But he basically said things like he said he said things like you understand, Steve, that at the moment in in the world, he said it's kind of he said to put it simply, it's the um, the, the the fall of the West and the rise of the East. And I said, okay, tell me a bit more. And he said, well, that's what's happened. You know, it, everything's kind of moved that way, uh, and things are moving that way. That's why you've seen. Um, uh, uh, even things with he said in his, when he did some economic thing about you know global financial crisis in Asia being able to surf it better and that kind of stuff. And then he talked about how what's happened is even with the church, of course, the church has moved from its powerhouses being in Europe and then into America, and now the powerhouses are down you know in Asia. And he said that, uh, and I was like still trying to follow him. And for your listeners, you're still able to follow because then he said this thing that really threw me. And maybe your listeners can answer the question better than me because I could have. He yep. said this. He said, Steve. Tell me which major country, I've got to get it right, which major country is of the West but not in the West? And I said, what? And he said, come on, think. And he said, you can't say New Zealand. <laughs> and, so he said, and then I got it. And he said, Australia, of course. He said, think about it. He said, we're the only, that's the unique thing that we have as a country. We are of the West, but we are not in the West. So they said, all our heritage comes from the West, but we all that we do, our trade, our, our thing is all is pegged to Asia. And that's why we surf the global financial crisis a bit better. And then he talked about, that's what, it all clicked for me. He said, that's what it's like with the church. He said, the church is doing the same movement. What the church hasn't caught up to is that what we're looking for is we need a whole movement of the church in the next 50 years to 100 years of people who are of the West, uh, but not in the West. And he said, it's no surprise that God's raised up Australia's largest Asian Australian youth movement, a whole bunch of people like me. I can't even speak Chinese, Neil, uh, but I look Chinese and I've got all the heritage of my theologies from the West. I've learned all that kind of stuff. Yet um, my DNA and how I tick is all from the East. So sorry that was a long answer, but I think that's a significant thing and significant movement that's happening for our country and where I think rice fits. Well, I'm excited about that. And as I hear you reflect on it, I can get this feeling that you have a sense that what you started back in the early 2000s has a certain prophetic nature about it, that the movement that's being raised up is being raised up for such a time as this. Because as we find ourselves in Australia, in a particular place, so near to our Asian neighbours that we are going to be having an influence. And we often hear people talking about influence in business, but when we hear about the influence and the the cross-cultural opportunity that can come for Christian mission, you are in the right place at the right time. <laughs> I'm going to have to play that back for a long time at all my functions because I think you just nailed it and you just summarised it so well. You're very good at that. And I think that's exactly and I, I, I do have a sense. I, I'm no prophet, but I, I just do have a sense that there's a timeliness about this. And it seems to be bigger than uh, insignificant than what I thought originally, which was just a bunch of youth groups coming together, which is significant to tell people about Jesus. I think it's going to play a cultural generational role. And I wonder as we move next, hopefully beyond Sydney and maybe to... Um, uh, key centres that we're seeing the same demographic change with Brisbane and Melbourne and other city centres as well as perhaps even moving towards Asia ourselves. That would be a very significant thing to see how God might use that. But I'm ready. To, I'm, I'm hanging on for the ride. I've been hanging on for 40 years and I didn't know where God was taking us so who knows what's happening next but I'm ready to go. 
Well, Steve, let's talk about how people can link with you because you're primarily there in Sydney and there are people listening into our conversation who are in all sorts of other states and territories, uh, cities and country communities who may well be able to link with you in a special way. And, and if you're ready to do that sort of expansion, there might be some people who will want to get in touch. How do people connect with you? And then is there room for other rice movement groups throughout Australia? Absolutely. I, my dream is that, that we'd be able to do that. Um, obviously, as ministries happen, one of our biggest uh, uh, barriers to that is funding. And uh, if, if the right amount of funding came through and the right amount of voices were there from each of those city centres wanting to unite those, those, that particular uh, demographic and culture, um, I'd most certainly be interested in moving that way. Uh, our hope is to um, see see those resources come before we uh, jump in or at least see the interest there. We're already getting significant interest from Melbourne uh, and uh, we had a crack at Brisbane a little while ago but we didn't have the manpower to keep pulling off all the funds. And so if, if, if people out there are interested in contacting us and saying, look, this has been great what we've seen in Sydney, let's get this moving, um, I'd very much like to uh, hear from them and um, get connected. They can either do so, do so through the Rice website or they can just email me at contactstevechong at gmail.com. That'll get to my EA and I'll be able to reply straight away. Contactstevechong at gmail.com and I can start that process. Some people might want to donate in. That would really help us actually. Um, we call them rice sowers. People who can, we're looking for, trying to find a number of people who give $100 a month and that would really help to sow into any potential expansion plans. But one thing I think the Rice movement is we, we, we're, we've generally been low on funds and we're very strong on volunteers. So we've got an army of volunteers, but we need people who are willing to uh, back it and say, we want to set up the, the trellis on which we, your vine can grow and, and um, have significant impact in the decades to come. Well, there's a challenge there to listeners to our conversation today with what can be supercharged with some injection of funds. We're talking about the rice movement. A bunch of young people, second generation Australians who have Asian parents and oftentimes multilingual and certainly multi-skilled and talented in so many wonderful ways. But an opportunity there to connect with the rice movement and you might know someone who is a young person who has Asian parents who uh, would like to be able to be part of a movement like the rice movement. Here's the website. It's ricemovement.org. And if you go to ricemovement.org, undoubtedly there'll be a way that you can send an email or link with this organisation and help to supercharge the opportunity that is there for these young Australians and passionate young Christian believers who can be a part of a major mission opportunity into the future of this century. And Steve Chong, as the founder of the Rice Movement, just great getting your insights today. Really appreciate your input on 2020 and uh, let's catch up another time when there's some new developments. Absolutely. It's been a real pleasure to be with you today and I'm just really hoping most of all um, for prayers that God would use this next generation of young Asian Australians to see our country change for Jesus and um, we'd love you to follow us along on Facebook. That'll help us um, a lot if you uh, look up the Rice Movement Facebook web uh, Facebook page or uh, follow myself at um, www.facebook.com slash Steve Chong. Good on you, Steve. We'll talk another day. Looking forward to it. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.